Hello, and welcome to Deep Lore, the podcast that is neither. As always, I am Tom. And I am B. Oh, we're trying out B now? We're trying out B. Okay. Yeah, is, is that okay? No, that's fine. It's just hard for me to call you B. I'm still probably going to call you Beth. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine, as long as it takes. Uh, yeah, listeners, I'm trying out B. Yeah. For name. It's like your professional identity, so... Yeah. Might as well make it your only identity. Well, I don't know. It's the identity that feels right. Okay. That's <laughs> fair. That's, that's, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. cool. Just, uh, it's going to take some adjusting. It's fine. We'll try it. We'll try it. And if it's too hard, we won't. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I'm sure most of our listeners know you as B because they get to this podcast from other stuff you've done. Yeah. As B. So yep. that's. <laughs> If anything, maybe Beth is weird for them to hear. Yeah, it's kind of weird for me to hear sometimes, too. You're making me self-conscious about it. I'm sorry. Should I Should I just stop? No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. Anyway, um, what are we doing? What We have a show. Hi. Uh, today we're talking about <laughs> Avatar Book 3, Episode 3, Three, The Painted Lady. I love this episode. Yeah, it's a it's a good one for um, a lot of reasons. Like the yeah, it, it's it's a good Katara episode. I didn't appreciate her enough. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but this episode, it just just got so many good moments. Yeah, and we'll, we we a good character. I think that we get a lot of Katara <laughs> development in season one because that's where she has the most growth. Mm-hmm. And then season two, she just kind of ends up being in this like weird like quasi mom role where she just, she just sort of stuck. She doesn't really have a lot to do character wise uh, there until like towards the very end. Yeah. And so season three, we we start getting a little bit more. It's still not as much as like say Aang. I mean, he is the main character. It makes sense, but it, it's uh it's just nice to kind of have something that let, lets us in her head yeah. primarily as the focus again. Like, Aang is barely a character in this one. Yeah. Which is, is a nice change after the last it is, It's great. So, they start by playing in poo water. It's disgusting. Aang, get the fuck out of that water. What are you doing, yeah, sweet it- child? And he just he's just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to go dive in this gross brown muddy water. I mean, you could like make the argument that maybe it got more polluted the more they went up the river. But by the time we join them... It's already sludge. It's disgusting. He's playing in the sludge. Aang, stop it. It's super gross. I hate it. Thank you. Yep. And, uh... Oh, Katara's like... Or, uh... I'm sorry. Sokka. Sokka's, like, crazy controlling about his stupid fucking schedule. Yeah, this is a new side to Sokka we haven't seen before. Well, (laughs) it's not as much. He's been the plan guy for a while, but he hasn't been this, like, anal about it. He's obsessive and very annoying about it. I think I read this as him being micromanaging, scared as shit. Yes. He's, he's, you know, in the face of this big plan, it's got to go right. He's doing what he can mm-hmm. because he he's not like the big cool fighter like the rest of them. He, his thing is organization. So he's kind of going overboard on that. A little um, bit. Fun little note about the schedule. I found this out. Uh, Every time he whips it out and you see it, that is actually the show's production schedule. That's amazing. Yeah, they they shrunk it down and put it on that scroll. So oh my god, that's so funny. Kind of like a meta level joke there because I love that. Uh, I'm sure they were also stressed as hell, running behind. Yeah, 
most most things are. Let's be real. Yep. No, no, uh, no disrespect to the animators. That's a tough job. Yeah, it is. No TV is is tough. And uh, again, with the potty breaks. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, well, if we stop for food, only two potty breaks today. And it's like, dude, what? I mean, he hasn't brought it up, to be fair, since the, like the first episode. But it's still kind of like, man, Saka, you've got some kind of weird like obsession with bathroom breaks. Yeah, what the fuck? What's going on there? I don't know. There's probably fan fiction that I don't want to read. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure. Let's put some distance between this yep. subject and us. Let's not. <laughs> So they see a factory polluting the water and... Oh, yeah, everything is fucked. ...generally mucking up everything and... Capitalism uh, sucks. Well, and I, colonialism specifically. Yes. And I, I love that this is... Besides just the more subtle ways, like the propaganda that we saw in the previous episode, we can see that the Fire Nation's like colonialism is hurting people at home, too. It's destroying... Oh, yeah their own natural environment and if all these okay. old, like little villages yeah that... like, if you don't care about the earth or whatever you can still empathize with the plight of the people here yep there's very these are fire nation citizens that are uh, basically your choice is either leave town or slowly die mm-hmm. and we do see these people are suffering everyone looks like they're like a minute away from death here yeah yeah, it's 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 rough. Uh, and Sokka does not want to do every side quest they come across. I feel you, Sokka. Like it this gets the the planning thing is kind of it makes him almost sort of like the bad guy of the first half of this. He's got a point though. But, yeah, in this sense you it's know? like yeah, they do have a larger mission that mm-hmm. it does need doing. And he's not wrong like if they kill the fire lord as he so loudly announces middle in the town. middle of town. Um, it will make things better for the people. Yeah. Theoretically. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, Assuming Zuko makes good on his campaign promises. <laughs> I mean, he's got my vote. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's hot. I'm thirsty. I'm sorry. Yeah, we know you're thirsty. <laughs> Your puns and everything. Um, where the fuck were we? Oh yeah, colonialism is bad for everyone at home and nope. abroad. Um, I mean, obviously, it has more harmful effects on those it subjugates. But the the point is that it's it hurts everyone and it sucks. Uh, so okay, so this is kind of a weird thing when they meet Shu slash Doc. Oh yeah, I can't like it feels like there's some kind of like i don't know the oh he's crazy has multiple personalities is kind of like shallow humor like yeah it's it's not what i usually expect from the show i was kind of done with it after the first time i was like okay cool we get it let's that's the thing it's like i don't know that it's necessarily offensive as much as just in poor taste. But I can tell you, even as a kid, I never found this guy funny. No. Like. I was just kind of bored. I was just like, okay. Great. I get it. Can we move on? Although, there's something. They may have been trying to use his condition as, like, yet another thing caused by the pollution. Maybe. Like, oh, the water here gives you, like, these kind of problems, too. But, you know, they didn't. 
if that was the intention, they didn't draw a clear enough line. And also people can have these problems and need help and not be, I don't know. I'm not trying to turn this into like that fucking justice hour here. It's just, I felt like acknowledging that this is not, it's not a good look at the very least. Yeah. And I could see someone who has these kind of issues actually being like upset about a character like this. For sure. When was this written? 2005, six? Not to excuse it, but sign of times, I suppose. Yeah, it wasn't really that long ago. 15 years. Fuck, how old am I? What year is it? <laughs> yeah, okay. Moving no. on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> okay. Do you have anything about their time in town? Um, shout out? That it's disgusting, and I genuinely genuinely hated the uh the fish yeah it's like super gross like it's, grosser than normal it's grosser than it needed to be man yeah, it, ooh, it always like it makes my stomach turn it didn't bit. have to be that nasty but they made it that nasty i was not a fan so we get to see them earth and water bending <gasps> yeah to filter the water which is, is really smart cool. Clever. Um, I hope they boiled it before using it to oh cook, though. Oh my god, same. Because even with that, like, I mean, you don't know what kind of... No. Anyway. But yeah, that was just kind of a cool, like, oh yeah, practical application. Again, world building thing. If your magic system is only ever used for combat, it feels hollow. Yeah. You know, like, using it for something like this just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we... Apasic... Poor yeah. sick Appa. No, now we have to take food and potty breaks at the same time. Because it's Sokka, efficient. <laughs> Sokka is way more concerned about his schedule than he is about Appa being sick. It's like, this is terrible. Now we're way behind. Yeah. Oh, also Appa's sick. Aw, oh, dang. Just... Aw, oh, dang. You know what, though? You know what I wrote here? Sokka sounds like a fucking manager here. Yes, he, he does. He's just like, oh, we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to poop and eat at the same time. It's the only way to make it work. Gotta make these deadlines, people. It's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm normally so pro Sokka, but whenever he's like this, I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, no. He sounds like a department store manager. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Hate it. But, uh, so Katara sneaks in and gives him the medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out later she stole it from uh, the... Or no, I think the first thing she does is steal the factory's food. Yes. Before she steals the medicine. Um, we, we are getting ahead of ourselves. We don't know that she's painted lady yet. Well, but she she's not even the painted lady yet. She just yeah. stole this thing randomly. She adopted the painted lady the next night. Oh. Because when they go back and they're like, whoa, what's going on? Everyone's happy. And they're like, well, wouldn't you know it? The painted lady, part of our lore, is this thing. And it's like, <laughs> okay, I guess we don't need subtlety. <laughs> just come out and say it. Yeah. It's just fu- it's just funny to me that they put that fine a point on it. Like, Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, and here's this sculpture that we were just kind of flashing around. It wasn't like, you know, a local folk legend. It turns out to be true. It's just like, it's part of our town's lore. Like, <laughs> Exposition dump. It's just, it was just funny. I mean, it, it's made better by the, being the comedy relief character saying it. So yeah. It's fine. It's just, I don't know. Uh, oh, I wanted to point out the uh, cool thing. Again, this is a world building detail. That This is a, you know, water spirit. Oh, yeah. In the Fire Nation, and this town reveres it. And, I mean, there's so many ways you could take this. Like, for one thing, 
the obvious uh, truth that the nations are not as divided by element as they seem. And yep. we've reinforced that a few times throughout the show. Yeah. It's just nice to have that be so blatant here. But also, like, I wonder if the reason this village is seen as undesirable or not valuable enough to save the people is because they have a local water spirit and the powers yeah. that currently be don't care for that shit. I mean, it's it's a fishing village, and I think that's really interesting to find in the Fire Nation. Yeah, yeah. Um, also notable, we don't see any firebenders among the civilians. Yes, I don't, we haven't up to this point, and I don't think throughout all of season three we, we ever do mm. see civilian firebenders. Um, we talked about the fact that uh, maybe in uh, the Fire Nation all benders are like conscripted into the army. I'm almost certain that's the case just from how militaristic even their schools are. And you know what else? We've never seen a soldier who's not a bender. That's true. Where we've seen plenty of earth kingdom soldiers. I mean, maybe not like the big guys, but like some of them just in groups just are like guys. They're just guys. Just just people. You know, like an Omashu. Um, It is interesting how that kind of brings up the point that non-benders seem to have less opportunity than uh benders do yeah yeah we brought that up a few times i think it's it's like really driving it home here it's uh it's 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 a thing that isn't really brought up until cora yeah that's but it's such a good the fact that it's a consistent background detail at this Mm -hmm. stage you can draw your own conclusions without them having to shine a light on it exactly that's good shit it is great so oh they get a two-headed fish because it's more oh yeah more meat for the price of one fish. Yeah, Sokka Ugh. is uh, very rational. That's not yeah, a compliment. I, mm, that's gross. <laughs> so Katara goes back and heals all their people. Yeah. It's cool as hell. I mean, it's Katara's thing. Yeah, it's just... I mean, say what you will about, oh, the female, of course she's the healer, but she go- she's good at it. Yeah, and it, well, and it, it it's not used in a way that's just like... Oh, your role is to patch up the team whenever they get hurt. It's like, no, she's an active combatant. She yep. can just also heal in a pinch. <clears throat> Which makes her arguably way, way more useful than the other members of Team Avatar. I mean, you could say that, but I think they have a pretty good split considering Toph's insane strength, Aang's versatility, and Sokka's brain. I suppose. I just, I'm just saying, if I needed one of them on my team i would probably pick katara just because she is a healer as well as like the most powerful waterbender period oh, i'd pick abba because he looks fun to nap on oh you're adorable <laughs> that's her way of telling me to shut up <laughs> a little bit yeah so Sokka gives her the idea inadvertently to blow up the factory oh, yeah he's like oh just blow up the factory oh is this when they make the wibbly woo? The wibbly woo, yes. It's very, it's very good. But Sokka does make a point, like you know, the the painted lady can't just help these people forever. She needs to give them the tools to help themselves. Yeah, this I'm going to circle back to this, but yeah. I'm not sure I fully agree with this point. It is, it is, um, it is something Katara kind of said previously uh do you remember in the prison with yeah. the um the earthbenders. the earthbenders yeah she pretty much made that exact same speech yeah i feel like that that seems to be a running theme with her yeah i feel like the circumstances are 
a little bit different, different, but... We'll circle back to that. Yeah. Uh, Another cool example of non-combat bending, she waterbends ice to make a mirror to apply her makeup. Yes, that's cool. It's just a subtle thing, but it's like, yeah, oh my god. It's it's cool. It's cool shit. I don't know. Useful for uh, the morning beauty routines. I get excited every time I see them do something like that. It's just neat. Oh, yeah. I, I just like that we get to see her makeup routine. That was fun. Um, Aang, of course, wakes up during this and is like, oh, shoot, it's the painted lady. I'm the bridge between our worlds. And Katara is a terrible actress. Oh, I, th- I think the her chase really, was... Her really cringy accent. Oh, it's terrible. It's... Hello, Avatar. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, what are you, like, fake British all of a sudden? I know, I know, I was like, girl. I thought the chase was really cute. He's just like, like, wait, no, I'm close personal friends with (laughs) Heibai. Which is like, okay, for one thing, are you just going to assume that all spirits know each other? (laughs) It's just like, oh, you're from Dallas? I know a guy in Dallas. Do you know Mike? Like... Are you related? I, but I, I don't know. There's probably a million mics there. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, that that's the energy oh, I got. Oh, shit. Mike? <laughs> I mean, My close good friend? <laughs> to be fair, uh, there's probably less uh, population and or variety in the spirits. So I suppose. There's a chance but... that you might pal around with Heibai. It's possible. Yeah, it's just... It's but, really like, funny. Also, we've seen that not all spirits are friendly. <laughs> Right? So Aang immediately being like, oh, shit, cool. Hey, I know this. Hi. What if that was the painted lady? She'd be like, oh, you're friends with Heibai? Oh, okay, I got a message. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Fuck that spirit in particular. We have beef going back a thousand years. (laughs) You tell him I said, yeah, just... (laughs) He's really really opening himself up there. Yeah, no, it's Katara. Yeah. Oh, oh, he calls her pretty. He does. He hits on a spirit. He's like, you know, not all spirits are that pretty. He kind of, he kind of undoes it though. He's like, wow, you're pretty for a spirit. You know, most of the spirits I see aren't very attractive. And it's like, I, Dude. okay, so like, you're saying she's fine. Yeah, it's basically. Not much of a compliment. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you God. don't look disgusting. Wow. <laughs> Great job, Egg. I'm glad to see all your flirting uh, lessons are paying off. Yep. <laughs> Great. Katara must be thrilled. Fucking hell. <laughs> I thought it was cute, though. It was, it was funny. It was just... a kind of charming fumbling over yourself that, that is not, like, overly gross. It's... <laughs> but yeah, no, he calls her out pretty quick. He's like, no, wait, you look really familiar, Katara. Yeah. <laughs> he's like you lied to help people that's fantastic i mean yeah no she's like i'm so sorry she's like no it's amazing good job let's do it i love this through line of them being kind of accidentally like break down power structures stealing is fine lying is mm-hmm. fine it's all about the cause mm-hmm. just like yeah actually yeah <laughs> like these are good lessons for kids to learn and ironically <laughs> but what do i know <sighs> Um, let's see. There's not much to say about their factory destruction other than it's very satisfying. It is very satisfying. They just, they just bring it down. Watching Katara, like, just summon the ocean and, like, drown the thing Mm -hmm. was so cool. And it just, it really, I keep saying this, but go back to, like, episode one and see her, like, making puddles kind of move a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
And then go to, like, this episode and see her, like, drown a factory like it's fucking nothing. And it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, she's great. I love her growth. Definitely the biggest glow up. Yes. Uh, Good thing for uh, team non-lethal over here that there wasn't a night shift. (laughs) Right? I just thought about that as they're destroying it. I'm like... Man, that's a lot of explosions. Aren't there people here at all hours to make sure this kind of thing doesn't happen? But I guess I not. mean, for all we know, a bunch of people did just die. No, and... it's fine. Avatar doesn't kill people. He's like Batman, who definitely doesn't kill people <laughs> with his constant like blows to the back of the head and things. Right. Definitely no death. Definitely no death at all in Avatar. Um... <laughs> So this uh, this next part does uh, it does Sokka some favors. Yeah. Here where like he is able to deduce exactly what happened. Yep. <laughs> while they're gone. Like they don't have to ex- like walk him through it or anything. Like nope. you just come back and he's just like, oh, Katara's the painted lady. What's up? Yeah. And I don't know. It's just nice to see like, yeah, no, he is. He's not all talk. He's he smart is guy the smart guy. Person. Um, it was, I, I really like their interactions here. Um, mm-hmm. oh, um, and then the factory attacks the village because what else are you going to do? I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes from their perspective, yeah. let's see their food went missing, their medicine went missing and then their factory exploded and look who has all the food and medicine. I mean, it makes sense. It's just kind of like, these are literally just citizens, my dude. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, why do you become a cop? So you yeah, can, that's true. So you yeah. can bully people. Exactly. And these aren't people that like, oh, we believe in the cause. We're out there. like. These are people that are soldiers at home. Yeah. They're just here to fuck people over. That's why I joined the military. It's just like that um, that uh, Earth Kingdom soldier who was bullying the Earth Kingdom in uh, Zuko alone. That's true. Oh, shit. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he straight sucked. Yeah. Um. I like Sokka and Katara's little argument here, where he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, no, you can't help anyone, we've gotta go. And she's like, what did she say? She's like, I will never turn my back on people. And that was just nice. That's a very, it's a very good uh, Katara moment. Yeah. Um. Another good and, moment. With- oh, sorry, go ahead. Were you no. gonna mention Sokka? Yeah, just another good moment. <laughs> They they spend a minute playing the blame game here. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, blowing up the factory is your idea. Mm. He's like, I was joking. I also made silly noises. Like, <laughs> he's like, you cannot put this on me. <laughs> a nice try. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is this is the the point in the argument where Katara says she will never turn on her back on people that need her. And Sokka's like, okay, fine, I'm coming too, because um, I'll never turn my back on you, That's which is sweet. so sweet. And I'm just like, you're such a good brother. I love you. They have that whole moment where Aang's all tear to yeah. He really does have a heart. It's like, <laughs> come on, Saka. He was a little, a little cold hearted this episode, but like, generally speaking, he's a decent person. Yeah, he's all for you know helping a little guy. He just has his eyes set on something else right now. Yeah, he's he's got his eyes on the on the goal. Yeah. It's very goal-oriented. Yeah. Well, that should help him in his next job interview. <laughs> Fucking promoted to shit manager number three. Jesus. I don't know. Uh, 
So there is a fantastic line of villain dialogue here, though. The uh, the lead, I don't know, I think they gave him a name. The the big guy, uh, Firebender, says, we're going to cure the world of this wretched village. Jesus Christ. And it's like, okay, wow. Like, it that's gross in a lot of ways, but... What's most telling to me is that, like, yeah, this village is kind of wretched, and it's his fault that it's that way. (laughs) It's because of his factory that it's a bad place to live. And, you know, acting like, I don't know, I I don't need to explain why this is a gross thing to say. It it was a very dramatic, intimidating villain thing. Yeah. And these, like, peasants, basically, they're all, like, you know, level one commoners or whatever. And these soldiers are, like, running through here and they're, like, level 20 gear and just wrecking this shit. They're taking out houses like it's nothing. Yep. And it's just, like, such a blatant abuse of power. It's, like, so gross. It's Um, awful. And it sucks. It's, like, I mean, obviously, right? None of this is news, but it's just, I think it's just... Uh, uh, I just like how they emphasize how easily they're able to wreck everything. Mm-hmm. Almost like they've been waiting for an excuse to blow yep. up this place. It just, it's gross. But then uh, we get your problem, probably your part, probably your favorite part of the episode. The dramatic effect. The fucking, like, sudden horror movie vibes oh my god it was actually like genuinely kind of terrifying the vibe that they set up like with the oh sorry um with like the fog setting in the like groaning the like the like the beating drum thing Mm -hmm. and then like the silhouette of the painted lady coming out of the fog and then she just Zoom! Yeah, like, like, right at them, and it's 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 startling and terrifying and intimidating. And it's perfect. This is it like, is. uh, you know, we brought it up before, but just like Batman, just like Batman, you know, using the sort of theatricality mm-hmm. to make. I mean, because Katara is a huge threat on her own. Oh yeah, using all this to make her seem like an even bigger threat to scare them off is honestly brilliant. It's wonderful. Oh yeah, and Sokka had a flute. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the flute. Can't forget the mysterious flute. I don't know where he got that from, but... Eh, whatever. <laughs> he whittled it out of a reed or something. Sure, sure. <laughs> Just for that yeah, moment. That's definitely something yep. Sokka would waste his time on. <laughs> um, and, like, I don't know, there's a lot of little little things that are cool about this fight, like the way Aang is supporting her with airbending from underneath. And yes. Just the way... It, it's just really cool. I mean, I say fight. It was over in, like, an instant. Half of that, like, they didn't even really fight. Half of the soldiers just ran. Because it it's, you know, to them, this is like a spirit. You don't fuck with the spirits. Yeah, I mean, you get kind of the sense that a lot of people in modern Fire Nation don't really, like, believe in this kind of stuff. So having it suddenly be real is like, oh, okay, I gotta go home and rethink something. <laughs> And yet, like, most of these villagers, like, they've probably never actually seen waterbending in person. Mm-hmm. So to them, that does honestly seem, like, supernatural. Yeah. like what? Then, like, the airbending on top of it, like, whoa. Yeah, like, why would you even suspect she was a waterbender unless you yep. got close enough to see? Yep. Because 
water spirit. Yeah, well, yeah. That makes sense. And she's and she's using bending in a way that isn't very like traditionally water bendy. Mm-hmm. She's not like she's oh, like she's yeah she's like a stance. She's gliding on the water. She's using it to make fog. She's mm-hmm. yeah. It's really cool. So after they uh, get rid of the guys, though, they have the oh shit, you're a waterbender. How dare you pretend to be someone? And there's this like weird. The beginning of her speech is kind of like I shouldn't have pretended to be someone I'm not. Like it's like it's not really. I feel like there's just a weird amount of emphasis on that, considering that's not. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't the theme of this episode at all. Just like no. Okay. Whatever. I mean, you should pretend to be someone you're not because if you don't, you're gonna go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Quite honestly. But, yeah. Um. But man, she gives another famous Katara speech. Of course. Like this is this is almost a joke at this point. Yeah. Well, it, it's quite it, literally. Yeah. I mean, it was in the community. I think it was even in the writers' room already. That, mm-hmm. like, okay, time for Katara to give another dramatic speech. <laughs> um, and she says yeah. a lot of hokey, you know, traditional inspiring shit here, but the the one thing that I liked, she said, is like, it doesn't matter if the Painted Lady is real, because your problems are real, mm-hmm. and the river's real, you gotta, like, take care of it, and so, this hits on a couple different things. Yep. Sorry, did you have... No, a... you go ahead. Okay. So, this hits on a couple different things. One, it's environmentalist, obviously, that's of kind of the underlying thing here, is like, take care of the planet, guys, but... Also, there's like kind of a weird, gross message in here that's just like, you guys need to rise up and do something about it. Which, like, yes, obviously, people need to rise up. But these particular people were utterly powerless against this factory. Even if they didn't rise up, what are they going to do? None of them are benders. Like, what what are they going to do? Throw rocks at it? Like... Yeah, and we already know Throw, that, they're gross, moldy clams. Yeah, in the general direction of the factory, like we already we see <laughs> the the just the mistaken idea that they had begun to fight back would have resulted in the whole town being incinerated. Absolutely, without the painted lady or imposterous uh, waterbender to save them. Yeah, it's it, it's like so. Like I, I I get the message there. It just feels like. There are circumstances beyond their control. Like, like yeah. literally, you had to do... Like, you've already kind of acknowledged that It's in the episode. It's really hard to climb out of the ocean when you're already under the water. Right. And, you know? You know, I feel like this is different than the imprisoned... Uh, imprisoning episode or whatever that one was yeah. called. Because that one... The Earthbenders, you know, they did need help. They yeah. Needed, they needed the Earth to, to come up, but and they needed an inspiring speech. But it was really like, yes, they need help seeing themselves so they can take action. Yeah. It was within them all along to, to fight back. That's very different than this scenario. Yeah. Was. Hey, village of normal fishermen that don't have powers and half of you are sick and already dying. Exactly. Rise up. Yeah. Like, that's not... <laughs> write a letter to your local fire councilman and have them like okay yeah so they'll come down and burn it personally instead of the soldiers great 
you know, also who's delivering the mail here? Probably the people from the factory. So you couldn't even do that. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, I'm going to write a sternly written letter to the like, authorities. The power differential here is so yeah. big and whatever it's for kids. It's fine. Yeah. I just, I couldn't let that go by without at least remarking on it. Cause it just felt a little like, like gross. Yeah. Like yeah. minorities of the world. You can solve your problems if you actually try. Like, no, that's not... Yeah. mm -mm. Um, (sighs) But it was still, it was ultimately a a pretty good message. Yeah. Again, for kids. It cleaned the river. It's pretty. Montage was nice. It was cool. It It was a cool little montage. And then the painted lady, the real one, shows up, which was cool. Yeah. And, you know, that... Go Katara. Go Katara. I just feel like that was a really nice moment for her, like kind of vindication yeah if this were like greek god rules they would be pissed at katara for impersonating them but i guess i i I think that um i don't know it's just sort of like the ultimate like refutation of sokka's like no we can't help anyone but to have a literal spirit come out and personally thank you for intervening on their behalf yep because you know it's interesting to kind of underlying systems that, that seem to be like the rules here i guess because when hey buys forest was burned down he got pissed and started snatching people yeah but when her rivers polluted i don't know i got the sense that like she was powerless to actually help the people well maybe like the state of the river influences her ability to act <laughs> like um like the river itself is her body uh, yeah, I don't think it's quite that literal, but yeah, that's um, my read on it was like she couldn't appear to help them until Katara. Like if the river's sick, she's sick too. Yeah, and it's kind of like, well, she'll take care of you if you take care of her, kind of mm-hmm. a symbiotic thing, which you know was also true of Heibai, but his mm-hmm. his power seemed more like <laughs> if you don't take care of him, he's not just gonna leave; he's gonna fuck you up. Yeah, yes, Jesus Christ. But that's fine. That's you know yeah. that's probably why they have beef. <laughs> I don't care. It's canon now. It's canon now. Okay. I've decided that those two spirits don't get along. Uh. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so that, that was the episode. That was it. I don't know. I really like this one. It's a good one. I wish there was less gross shit. Yeah. In it like the thing. It's. It's not a big deal. I just. Man, once or one or two shots of the gross food. Do you need to see it that much? Yeah, no, every time they go back into town, it's like, here's the gross clams again. Like, In case you forgot, we're going to squish them now. Oh, I don't oh. see that. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was it. That was it. Um, um, don't do drugs and uh, keep your rivers clean, folks. Yeah, absolutely. Or uh, do drugs. I'm not your mom. I don't care. Okay. Uh, I am your mom, and I'll be very disappointed in you if you do drugs, Steven. I mean, listen, it depends on the drugs. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Don't don't do cocaine, I guess. Please do not snort aspirin. Yeah. It's not meant to be... uh, Don't don't mix Xanax with alcohol. How long are we going to go off on this tangent? I don't know. (laughs) You're starting to get a little too real. (laughs) I really am. The bit has escaped you. It has. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Anyway, <laughs> it's good advice regardless. A lot of people don't know about that. <laughs> okay, that's yep. fair enough. 
Don't just read. Oh, since we're apparently doing a drug PSA, just read the damn labels, okay? Yeah, read read the inserts on your um on your medication. At least the part that says not, what not to mix it with. You'd be yep. surprised. And and if there's any questions, talk to your doctor. Why why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't know. Please do not construe anything we've said on this podcast as medical advice. Yeah, no. We are not licensed doctors. Definitely not. We would be doing something very different if we were. If you have deep lore and it lasts for more than four hours, please contact the nearest emergency room. <laughs> Christ. Okay, let's wrap this up. Side effects may include <laughs> constipation, drowsiness, and death. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just like I just like when this commercial's trying to slip in death as a possible side effect. My favorite one is like on antidepressants where it's like may cause suicide and I'm like Oh okay, yeah, okay so wait, why am I doing this again? <laughs> like shit. <laughs> shit, okay. That was Do we have any shout outs this week, Beth? We do. Um, but yeah, I do have a shout out. Um, leveling up with Benjamin Banks, uh, had me back this week, um, for a review of The Spoke Kashibi Rohan, um, the OVA that's on Netflix right now. Um, it is a JoJo. So, uh, JoJo fans, go, uh, go check out my review. It was a lot of fun. They're awesome people. Yeah, you were you were on there for like three hours. <laughs> well, we kept having like more shit to talk about. Um, I love JoJo. Ben likes JoJo. The others were not really JoJo fans, but that kind of make a, made like a fun dynamic. Yeah, that's that can be interesting. I got to uh, I got to teach them about <laughs> the whole like donut thing. Yeah, you'll have to teach me about that off podcast. Yeah. Sometime. <laughs> Uh, because I keep thinking you're talking about something else. Nope, nope, uh, nope, 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 not where you're going with that. Yeah, no, JoJo, JoJo uh, <laughs> podcast, that's uh, leveling up with Benjamin yeah. Banks. That's yeah. that's fun. Glad um, to have you back. Yeah, and uh, check out um, The Spoke Kashibi Rohan uh, on Netflix. It's really good. Yeah. Um, it's like four episodes, so. Speaking of, since... It, apparently, most of our viewers are coming in from the viewers, listeners, whatever. Since most of y'all are coming in from our JoJo episodes, yeah, <laughs> uh, we should probably mention that we do plan on reviewing that. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I wouldn't call it a review necessarily, but we we will discuss it. Yeah, on this show here uh, soon. Soon, yes, yeah. we might stay tuned. Yeah, we'll make an announcement in the next couple weeks about when exactly we're going to do it. But I imagine we'll take a break. Between now and maybe right before the uh, the mid season, yeah, big stuff for Avatar. Yeah, good time to sneak that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and uh, speaking of future Avatar stuff, next week we are going to have a guest on for Sokka's master. Yeah. Our uh, our buddy Rodney is a sword fighter, so mm-hmm. we're bringing him on to discuss sword play while we uh, talk about the other cool shit in that episode. Yeah. So that'll be uh, that'll be a lot it'll of fun. It'll be fun. I'm yeah. excited. So, Good stuff. Uh, I suppose that is it. That's all. All right. That's well, all, folks. Thank you for listening. 
Uh, thanks, as always, to Snesse for letting us use the track Unity from the EP Digression. You can find that track and more at snesse.bandcamp.com. If you have any questions, comments for us, other shows you want us to check out on this show, uh, I mean, it'll be a while. We've got quite a backlog, but we might sneak a few in between seasons like we normally do. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at deeplorepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at deep underscore lore. I am on Twitter at pizza Dramon. Beth, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Queen Bethy B. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at b dot Bethy. Okay. Yes. Um, oh. Yes. So you have both your names in both your handles. Yes, I do. It's a little confusing. Um, well. Eh. I, I guess not. It, it was it was like when I was still going by Beth. You just liked the name B. Well, yeah. It, it's kind of it was kind of a transition. Yeah, it's like well, those those screen names are indicative of your your larval form going into its pupa form. Yes. And soon you will emerge as the horrible cryptid <laughs> we all knew you could be. Right now, I'm in the cocoon. I am melted down. I am goop. And eventually I'll reform into something horrifying. Well. More horrifying. There we go. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it, guys. That's it. That's all, folks. Uh, shout into the into void. The void. My turn to intro, so let's just... Let's do it. Hang on. Shit. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Deep Stop. Lore. It's my turn. It's my turn. I don't think I did the last one, did you I? You did. You did, I did the did? last one, yes. And I did it flawlessly, no doubt? I'm sure. <laughs> we probably fucked it up. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. Okay. I'll, let me start. Don't look at me, but don't not look at me. Uh, okay. You were just giving you were just giving okay. me a pointed look, and it was making D- me nervous. Bitch, calm the fuck down. You're making me nervous. Oh my god. I ha- I'm having um, stage fright. What are you writing? Don't write. <laughs> Hang on, I'm making a note for a shout out that I have to do. Okay. Okay. <clears throat>